welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview breakout sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, we have post-game audio from Ohio State men's basketball coach Chris Holtman following Monday night's 86-51 win over the Stetson Hatters. With the decisive victory, the number 10 Buckeyes moved to 4-0 on the season. As they have in the early going of the 2019-2020 campaign, both Buckeye big men Caleb Wesson and Kyle Young played incredibly well. Young led the way with 15 points and 10 rebounds, while the younger Wesson brother, coming off of a week in which he was the Big Ten Player of the Week, had 13 points and 8 boards. Despite their successes, both players only played 17 minutes in the blowout. After fracturing his face in the season-opening win over Cincinnati, Caleb's older brother Andre Wesson returned to action with 6 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds for the Buckeyes. True freshman guard DJ Carton had his third straight game in double figures with 10 points. In the press conference, Holtman not only talked about his team's win, but also talked about their early season successes and the fact that they've already moved to the top 10 far ahead of schedule. Now, if you're finding this episode on our website, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The Land Grant Holy Land Podcast Network is bringing you the best variety of Ohio State coverage and perspective across the Buckeye audio universe. So, now with all of that out of our way, here's Chris Holtman. Uh, Obviously, uh, a unique game there. I think that uh, Stetson obviously had a lot of young guys that they're they're playing and trying to get uh, playing time. I thought our guys came out with good life, good energy. Um, that first group kind of set the tone with how we wanted to play the whole night, and uh, they deserve a lot of credit for that. Um, and as I said, I think I think uh, in talking to Donnie, he's got a lot of young guys that uh, he's transitioning into the program his, his first year. We wish them well as as they move forward. Um, and uh, we'll we'll move from here and and uh, work on getting better here tomorrow. How hard is it to keep that tone when you're up twenty eight to three? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's you know you're just you're you're really trying to stay committed to how you want to play and and with with playing a variety of guys and you know you're trying to keep guys. Uh, accountable for doing the things you expect them to do effort and playing through and I, I thought I thought it was good because we had a couple opportunities there where we got beat to loose balls and um, uh, got beat on the glass and stuff that we ne- definitely need to do better well um, getting Andre back and, mm-hmm. and getting him in um, what has it been like I guess working him back into action and, and where is he as he kind of gets back to the player he was before the injury well, if you can, if you had a chance to to look at him, uh, his his eye is is still pretty, um, pretty pretty bloodied up. Um, uh, he's such a tough kid, um, and has incredibly high pain tolerance. But he's been he's been medically cleared. He was medically cleared for contact um, two days ago, and uh, you know I just kind of want to bring him along slowly. I, I want him to get back into a rhythm. Um, of of playing, I think I think we need him, obviously to to get back you know as as quickly as he can into a rhythm of of playing, and I thought he was able to do that some tonight. Chris uh, Kyle was five for five 
And uh, I was just telling him he has 47 points on 23 shots this year. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I know he's always been like an energy guy for you and really good at getting putbacks, but it does. It seems like he's added more to that. It seems like you can throw it to him now and he can go get his own shot too. And he made that three. Just how have you seen him add to his offensive game while maintaining that crazy level of efficiency? You know, he's, he's really worked on his free throw shooting uh, for one. I think that's that's been a real improvement. Uh, you can see it's a smoother shot, better touch. Um, he's relaxing more at the line. Uh, we we have tried to, to to throw him the ball in the post some. He's done a good job. He's got to continue to get better at finishing over size, the kind of size he's going to consistently see. Um, I think that's that's going to be critical. But I, I don't want to make a, too much of it. Uh, what he's really done is played off of others really well and used his athleticism and his energy uh, to impact the game on both ends. And, he, and he's. He's fresh. Uh, you know, one of the things I felt like with his injury wore him down and just physically he wore down a little bit last year. <clears throat> and that that I'm just a little bit mindful of, of is can we can we limit some of that this year? And uh, I'm sure you don't look at the nine blocks you had tonight and, and see that as something that can translate automatically. But it does seem like you are <laughs> blocking more shots on the whole this year, it's like 20 something, I think, in, in the four games. Is is that something you've noticed with you guys defensively, and did you anticipate maybe you might have that a little more of that element this year? Uh, EJ Liddell has elite timing on his. um, uh, You you saw that in high school, his ability to block shots. So he adds that. I think he had three tonight, four, four. So he does add an element of of timing. He's got he's got longer arms. He has a little bit of that Cato effect where you think you can get it over over him and then you're like whoa that thing just keeps going uh uh so he's got good time he's got good length uh and then caleb is, has affected more shots this year uh than, than i think he did last year kyle's but but i think the addition of of ej in particular i think ibrahima and zoe will get there as as they continue to get you know a better understanding of the pace of of play and and ej will too Chris, uh, Adam touched on focus and being up so big so early. Uh, do you do you watch the film beyond that point, or is there a point in time in this game where you just turn the film off and say, okay, let's move on to the next opponent, or do you do you use it still as like a learning experience for bad habits and things like that? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a valid question. Um, and if I was being honest with you, I would I would say I'm going to watch this. I'm gonna I'm going to I certainly put uh, edit together on plays that we need to do better and, and uh, edit situations, busted plays. We had a busted play there right before the uh, end of the first half. Um, but there'll be a point to where we'll, we'll move on uh, to um, uh, practice and, and practice film. And, um, you know, it, it, it will be useful, but it will, it will, there'll be a point to where it won't be useful. As, as the scoreboard keeps... Uh, piling up, how how much in the back of your mind do you worry about those bad habits, and and how much do you have to drill those things out of guys after yeah, a win like this? I think you always worry about that in, the, in games like this, always, and it's why, um, you know, I think you're 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 always mindful of that with 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 your schedule. Um, we knew this would be a young team that's re- rebuilding. It's it's the youngest and most rebuilding team that we're going to play. Um, but uh, 
uh, yeah, you're always mindful of that. I think that's why we need to have a good practice. Um, we have tomorrow off, but a really good practice here moving forward. Obviously, Kentucky showed us anything can happen. You can yeah. lose anybody. But when you're playing this stretch of games where, like, you're clearly the more talented team and some of these younger guys are probably going to get extended opportunities in the second half, what are you looking for from them, like, especially like Alonzo and Ibrahima who got extended up? Yeah, I think, you know, what I was trying to do with Ibrahima in particular was reward the fact that he's had pretty consistent practice habits. Um, and if you don't have consistent practice habits – and you're young. I, I'm sorry. I'm 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 not going to. I'm not going to play you. As long like he's had consistent. Now he's got to perform and and do some things better. But what I what I was hoping to do with with him, he's he hasn't missed a day of practice. He's been consistent. His attitude's been pretty good. Um, I wanted to reward that with giving him some early time tonight, um, and. I, I think guys sometimes, you, you, young guys, you, you, uh, you know, you you feel like practice is just practice. It's it's extremely important. We're evaluating it every single minute. We are in between the lines, and we're making determinations on who we can trust uh, based on their effort and their habits in practice. And uh, um, I think this, I think. We've got some guys that have to continue to understand that. You were talking about um, limiting sort of Kyle and, and, and the way he plays. It just sounds like you were talking about limiting Kyle being Kyle and sort of the balance between you don't want to do that, yet at the same time you want to make sure that he's fresh for the entire year. So how do you as a coach approach that long term? Oh, with his energy and his – he uses his legs so much, right? And I, I don't know that I can limit it, to be honest with you. Um because that's who he is as a player, is, is using his live legs and his energy. Um, I, I hope maybe more depth there. EJ uh, providing uh, critical minutes and then more, more just more depth across the front line. I'm hoping that can help. Um, whereas last year he was thrust into that. When Micah left, he was really thrust into that backup post role um, that, that I think – he just wore down, and, and we, we played him a lot of minutes. Um, I don't know that his minutes will be impacted too much, but I just, I'm just i leery of that um, because of kind of what he, what he went through last year. Chris, and, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, uh, Stetson's coach had mentioned that he thinks that Kyle Young's the kind of guy who doesn't care about what, what kind of stats he has. I was yeah. just wondering, as you as his coach, what is, what is your favorite statistic for, for Kyle Young to record? Uh, he's really about W's really, he's really about the final score. Um, it's a, it's a good observation by Donnie. And I think people that watch Kyle, Kyle Young, we, we have great kids, but when you really dig into, uh, Kyle's uh, story and his, his life, he, it's, it's pretty special. And, uh, He's a pretty special kid, and uh, I'm glad he's he's getting rewarded in how he, how he plays. He really just, you know, he loves Ohio State, man. He just loves Ohio State, uh, and uh, he'll tell you he was really homesick his first his first month and a half here in the summer. 
really, really homesick. I remember going to BW3s with them three or four times and like, come on, man, you can't go back to mom right now. Like, you got to stick this thing out. And, uh, you know, come spring, he was like, coach, thank God you had those lunches with me. You know, you talked some sense into me because uh, he's having a great time now. Just want to follow up on that real quick. You said if we dig into his life, we'll uncover some really cool things. Is it? Are there something beyond those lunches that you're talking about that you, you well, would like you know, fans? He to lost know? his father, um, and uh, it's a terrific family. And uh, you know, he just, he just, uh, you can tell how much playing here means to him. You know, you can just, as is the case with a lot of our guys, uh, and not just Ohio kids, but you, you can just tell how much playing here means to him. Um, Steven asked you what you expect to see from the players when you guys are up quite a bit. What are you looking for from the coaching staff? Is there a temptation to try things there, to look at things you might not otherwise do in a, in a closer game? You know, you're looking at rotations. Um, you're being mindful of uh, not showing too much offensively. You know, at the same time, trying to work on some of your execution stuff. But, um, you know, you're just trying to be really mindful of, you know, not – as a coach, you very rarely feel like the game's in hand. But once you do feel like it's in hand, you just – you want to pump the brakes on showing too much. None of Brian Pink's Yeah, no, he tried to draw up one, and I shut it down, so <laughs> – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This group, considering the relative youth of it, is it further ahead than you thought defensively? Uh, or has it surprised you defensively? And what has been working with, with this group early on with through through four games? I think we have older guys. I, I, the Wes and CJ and Kyle, I think, are, have been really committed to, to how we want to play. So they deserve the credit for that. But I, I think too small sample size right now to see. I, I was asked that before the game on – what kind of defensive team do you think you have? I think it's too small sample size. Um, you know, we play an IPFW team that, that beat these guys by, I think, 26, and we play a terrific Kent State team and a, a Morgan State team that just won uh, at George Washington. So I think we'll continue to um, uh, learn as, as, we, as we go through some of this. It's uh, November 18, probably doesn't mean a whole lot, but – uh, both the coaches in the AP put you in the top 10 today. And uh, just the second time since you've been here that happened, your last day was in and out pretty quick after that Cata game at Purdue. They put you in for one week, I think. Oh, is that right? Yes, and then right back out after Penn State, I think, at Penn State. But um, I know it doesn't mean the whole world today, but just uh, your thought. Uh, at Penn State. Appreciate to... you bringing that up there. <laughs> well, those are distant memories. Okay. Um, just the idea that you're mentioned alongside – Louisville, Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, Villanova, these other top schools that are always in the top ten, 
Ohio State's there, whatever it means today. Yeah, uh, I don't care. I don't care. Ask me in a couple months. But it's a, I understand your point. I think it's, it's probably good for, um, you know, recruiting in some way, Steve, but I just – I really don't care. Point guard, CJ and DJ each dropped uh, five dimes with three turnovers between the two of them. How have you assessed their playmaking? Good, good. I think they've done a good job um, uh, taking care of the ball, um, sharing the ball, finding guys <laughs> – being intentional about finding guys, um, I think they've 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 really done a good job of of uh, kind of tr- looking to find find guys, find shooters. I've, I've been pleased with pleased with both guys, and uh, when they play together, they've 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 done a good job of that too. Hey, coach, this is Okan with uh, FX One Radio. You having an, an international player yes. on your team? Yes, um, I'm from another country. In the interview. How do so, how do you do in the media here today? Oh, you did pretty well. Good. good. <laughs> how do you think that has that has helped um, from international perspective of recruiting and also whenever he, I, I've I've seen him play. Whenever he steps on the floor, it looks like the crowd is just going yeah bananas in a sense. We we, we got so many great kids, um, but he's kind of a crowd favorite, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, uh, because uh, he plays really hard, and he practices really hard. Uh, he just has to have a better understanding of how we want to play. And that's going to be – we knew he was going to be a work in progress. Um, and he just – he's got a long ways to go. But I think you see glimpses that he's hes getting there in some ways. And um, uh, he's got to keep the right attitude, and he, and he, and he has. And like I said, he's – He's not missed a minute of practice since we started the year. He's not been out one time. He just has been really consistent. And, um, you know, I hope that continues to get rewarded. We, we love having him a part of our program. One more question. How do you help him not be too homesick? Mm. Well, uh, he was blessed. He got to go home. You probably knew that. He got to go home in the summer. Um but he's been away from his family for a while now, and uh, I know that's been hard on him. Uh, but he's he's been away from his family. That's why it was such an emotional video that he sent back to me and I, I put on social media uh, about him going back home. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a hard thing, but he's, he, he came here with an idea of, of, of uh, wanting to play a high level of college basketball, and he's he's playing it. Chris, you mentioned DJ and CJ playing well together. That alley-oop, did you draw that up, or yeah. is that just them clicking? No, they really – it was a great cut by uh, DJ and a great uh, vision by CJ. Um, we tried to move some guys around their zone a little bit, and uh, that's part of us kind of continuing to play. Um, just we got, we got to continue to play um, – those guys together and multiple combinations on the perimeter together so they get more comfortable in situations like that. Were you satisfied with the way the, the team came out? Because Villanova could have given them a big hangover and they yeah. had five days to realize how good they are. Uh, what about the, the way this team's handling? Good, I, but I, it's a constant uh, work 
in, in uh, I think mature teams um, and really good teams have a have a standard. You know, I was telling them I watched a couple teams the past week that they just play the way they play. They play every time, regardless of who they play the way they play, and it's really impressive. But I think our, our older guys deserve all the credit for that, all of it, uh, because they're the one that sets the tone. Our older guys deserve all the credit. Now, here as we move forward, and we have some some games that, that uh, we're going to need to approach the right way, we'll, we'll see if we do. I don't uh, – I believe the shot did not go in, but what did you make of Danny's between the legs – behind this back pass to Justin there at the end? Um, yeah, those kind of plays are a lot better when the ball goes in. Um, but Danny is a senior who has worked his – he's worked his tail off. Um, so I try to give him a little bit of leverage when it comes to that. Um but it was interesting. It was interesting. That's for sure. I can't see. I've seen. I've seen that a whole lot in practice. So it was interesting. Okay. All, right, All right. Thanks, guys.